This is Schooling in His Name. My name is Jenny, and I am a homeschool mom of two. I have to apologize. I have been quiet for the last month. Um, just with everything going on in our world, I just, I don't know. And we, we took two and a half months off of schooling. We finished up early, thank God. And we actually finished right when everything sort of started shutting down. Um, so... And then I just decided to take a couple months off, and it was so wonderful to not have to worry about it. Um, But we did start our new school year at the beginning of July. We homeschool year-round, which means exactly what it sounds like. We um, homeschool throughout the year during the summer. Um, We take breaks, you know, for vacations. Not that that's going to be happening this year. Um, And we take extra, I think we either took, I think we took three or four weeks off last year for Christmas break. Um, so it just gives us a lot more flexibility when we're starting early. Um, and then sometimes we finish early, we finish early too, which for this year, it was super nice. Um, but anyways, I wanted to talk about the curriculum we chose to use this year, why we chose to use it. And, um, if you are new to homeschooling, then, um, I think this might be helpful for you because your first, um, if you're homeschooling, not doing online school, but homeschooling, you might be tempted to buy way too much stuff because I most certainly was when I first started. So I wanted to start off with our sort of foundation of what we're doing. Um, Let's go back to my first year. My first year I did, I got a book for every subject, every subject, and I was so excited to plan it out and get it all done and take all day to do it. And um, we definitely didn't do that. It was way too much. When you're at home, it's like what in six hours of homeschool, you could probably accomplish a whole week of public school, if not more, just because of the one-to-one ratio. I'm not saying homeschool is better. I'm just saying because it's one-on-one attention, you just can get so much more done. Um, So there's no way I could ever homeschool for six hours a day, even three children could never do it. Um, we would just, we would, you wouldn't be able to take in that much information. So, um, I started with all the things and probably the positive things I got out of that year was we read a lot of books out loud, which was awesome. My kids still really enjoy that. Um, we just finished the one and only Ivan. If you've not read that book, you need to read that book out loud to your kids. It is so good. Even adults, adults, go read that book. It's so good. I, I, yes, if you, if you don't, don't read aloud to your kids, go get that book and read it aloud to them. Um, it's really cute. Anyways, for our first year, we, we really read a lot of books out loud. Um, and it was great. And picture, it doesn't, it can be a picture book. It can be, yeah. So that's what I gained. All the rest of it was fine. (laughs) I, I mean, I've changed it all so many times, but, um, I used a pretty in-depth language arts curriculum, which is good. Um, We don't really use it anymore because I felt like it just exhausted us. And we used, yeah, we used a lot of stuff. So this year, um, I think that I've nailed down what I've, what we're going to do this year. And that will most certainly change. Um, And so I'm sure I'll do an update in three months saying I'm not doing this anymore because this. Anyways, um, our main our foundation curriculum, which we try to use every day, is um, BrainQuest. I found these books three years ago and I grabbed them just because I wanted to look through them and they're super cheap. I think I paid like 11 bucks for them. But BrainQuest has summer books, 
like uh, bridge books and then they also have grade books like per grade and this year I decided to have those as our foundation they have lots of subjects in them and um, you just kind of flip through and you you know do a lesson on reading comprehension and it, it's not like a typical, it's not a homeschool book. It, so it's not something you would see at a homeschool convention, I don't think. Um, it's definitely great for elementary because I, I don't need a curriculum to with lessons. Um, I just need to see the worksheet and then I can teach them how to do it. And then they show me they know how to do it and then we move on. So yeah, we're using um, BrainQuest 5th for 5th grade and BrainQuest for 2nd grade. And what's really nice about these books is um, on days where I know we're not getting much done because of whatever life happens, um, the bare minimum we can get these brain quest books. We can get a few lessons done or a few pages done in these brain quest books. And then at least I I feel like, okay, you know, we, we definitely uh, learned something today. Um, so that's been nice. Uh, something else that we are doing, my second grader, she's going to be a second grader. She is a second grader. And homeschool is really confusing with grades. Um, she is seven turning eight. She, for math, she is using Horizons right now. Um, if anyone's done Horizons math before, you know it's super in-depth. Um, my older child daughter had done it for third grade and she hated it, but, my younger one said she really liked the looks of it, so I got it for her, and um, so that's what we're doing right now. Um, Brain Quest also has math in it, so I'm sort of, we're doing Horizons math, but um, we're not, going back to my first year, I would have made them finish every single problem on every single page. Um, we don't do that anymore. <laughs> I make sure she understands it, and we move on. So if there's seven, or I'm sorry, if there's 12 addition problems, um, I make sure she knows how to do three of them and she gets them all right and then we move on. And then with the Brain Quest book, it's nice because again, it's grade level. So I'm like, I can go to the math and be like, what would she be learning? And it's also Common Core. As much as I hate Common Core, I do like that I have a reference with Brain Quest to know that she would be on track with her peers if she ever had to go back to public school. But um, so we're doing that with her, um, making it work for us. I haven't decided yet if I'm going to purchase The Good and the Beautiful Year 2. That's what she's done in the past and she's really liked it. Um, so that might be a possibility is just doing The Good and the Beautiful math with her. I will keep you updated on that. Um, she is also for social studies. I decided this year I really wanted to focus on social studies because me, when I was younger, I don't remember anything about social studies, elementary social studies. I don't know if I hated it. I don't know if I just blacked out when they were talking about it, but I don't really remember ever being interested in it. So we are doing, um, it's called Christian Light Publications and it's their social studies. And um, you order, you get a textbook and then you get what you call light units. And the light units are like the worksheets. And the light units tell you, okay, read this page, page number, da 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 and then answer these questions. Um, I do, I don't think my kids necessarily love that, but I do think it's important that they learn 
to reference things and to read, you know, read a book and then be able to answer the questions. Um, and they're pretty short. And we haven't um, gotten too deep into it just because in summertime when we're homeschooling and the, the public school kids are out, I, I uh, definitely ha- am more lax about things. Like if their friends knock on the door, I let them go outside and play because it, I think that's way more important than getting social studies done right now. So we haven't gotten too far de- too far into it. Um, I seem to, li- I, I, I like it okay, I think. Um, it, it's definitely not riveting. It's definitely not exciting. Um and so we'll see we'll see how they stick with it um my goal is to at least finish half of it this year um but I definitely like going back to the good and the beautiful the good and the beautiful has a great history program and um we've gotten through two units of that and so I might touch on I might do another unit this year about that separate from the social studies just because I think the history is really interesting so we might go to the back to the good and beautiful for that as well um both of them are doing those social studies and then I'm trying to think oh and then I have um the good and the beautiful I I'm gonna say that a lot we are doing um a unit study on the good and the beautiful on mammals and we've only done a couple lessons on that as well just because again um I'm trying to keep things light for right now so we're gonna do mammals for both of them so if you don't know what a unit study is it's a lot of homeschool programs have them. It's just on one specific subject and you kind of, you just get to learn about everything about that specific subject and we do that together. So the girls get to do that science together. And then I, oh, I did get a really cool, um, it's called, I think it's called not consumed or unconsumed. I I will link these in my, um, little description for my podcast but it's a bible study for kids and uh it's really cool I again my kids don't get overly excited about any curriculum anymore but it's a bible study so we've been doing that and that's been they have to reference their bible and they have different age ranges and that's been yeah it's encouraging so you know it's it's cool to see them doing their bible study every day sometimes I have to make them okay most times I have to make them Um, I'm also, I also decided that I am going to do assigned reading with them. Last year, I was probably too lax on it. Um, I kind of let them read whatever they wanted, which is great. And I don't think that's bad at all. Um, My now second grader really loved graphic novels. She like ripped through all of the Babysitter's Club graphic novels. She has all those and she loves, you know, Captain Underpants and Dogman. And so she ripped through those quite really fast. Um, I, I do think um, she liked those so much because they were fast reads, but also just the way she learns. Um, so I am, I, I have been focusing on, I'm going to pick out a book for you, just like a teacher would. And you, you have to read a chapter a day. I'm not saying you have to sit down and read for four hours, but you have to read for a chapter a day. And they've been doing that. And that seems to work. I just think it's important because when they do get to college, they are going to have to read things they don't want to read. So um, if they go to college or trade school. Um, so I have assigned, it's called Daisy Dreamer for my second grader. And they're just cute little um, chapter books for young readers. So I wouldn't say she's been absolutely loving them, but she has been tolerating them. Um we are also, and this is new, I just paid for it. Um, we did gather around last year for two units. We did birds, which was awesome. I loved birds. And then we did Africa. 
Um, I didn't love Africa. I don't know if it because it was Africa, but um, every country, and this is going to sound really mean, but every country we did, because every day you do a new country with Gather Round, um, it just felt like the same country. It felt like the same information and we grew, grew really bored of it. So um, I think for now, if we do Gather Round units, we'll probably stick to the science ones rather than the social studies ones, just because right now it just didn't seem to be interesting to us. But Rebecca Spooner from Gather Round did release, and I didn't know this because I unfollowed her Facebook pages because there was a lot of women who liked a lot of drama on those Facebook pages, and I just could not handle it anymore. But um, I looked at her website, thank goodness, and she had released a United States government mini unit. Um, So her full units have five pages a day for every kid, and her mini units have two pages every day. And so I was really excited to see that because... I couldn't even tell you that I understand our government all that well. So I, it was like 35 bucks for the full pack of digital for all the years so we can come back to it and the teacher's guide. And so we're going to start that. Um, and that's what we, we do that together as well. So that'll be part of our morning time together. Um, and I'll go over that after I talk about my fifth grader. Um, my fifth grader is doing the Brain Quest fifth grade and the social studies I talked about. Um, the only thing different that she's doing is um, the math. She does math lessons for living education from master books. Um, it's definitely more of a Charlotte Mason style. Um, it's really light, um, but it really works for her. Um, so she is actually already halfway through her fifth grade book because um we do go through a couple lessons a day sometimes and um and then I'll refer back to her um, brain quest book to make sure we're staying on top of what other fifth graders are using but yeah she's been loving that um loving that's a strong word she loves it a whole lot more than any other math curriculum she's done how about that um and then I have assigned her oh yeah 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 so hers so Last year, she was reading these books called Humphrey. They were Humphrey books. They're about a hamster, and um, they're by Betsy Bierney. Awesome books. Any third or fourth or fifth grader, if you have one, a child who doesn't love to read, you should try to read these ones out loud or just um, have your child read them. I'll link those down below or down below. I'll link those in... um, my podcast description as well. Uh, Those are awesome books. But she would read them over and over and over again. And she has a complete set and she loves them. And she actually still listens to them every night to go to bed. She listens to audiobooks and she chooses Humphrey. So I love that she loves it. But I was like, you know, I probably need to encourage you to read some other books because if it were left up to her, she would just she she loses interest and so I, I I do need her to know that she does need to follow through and finish a book that she's not interested in exactly so I have started her on Nancy Drew um I think I read one of those when I was little anyways so she's almost done with Nancy Drew and so I'm not sure if I'm gonna have her read the second Nancy Drew or find another just book for her to read but that's the book she has started with her independent reader um and then, yeah, so she's also doing the science with us and the United States government. Um, what morning time looks at looks like. I used to do a morning basket. Um, I think it was doing it wrong, but it stressed me out. <laughs> it like just felt like, I don't know. 
I get really bored with repetition and it felt really boring. So we stopped doing morning basket, but we pretty much do something similar to it. It was just, we don't have a basket. Um, but morning basket, morning time for us is, um, I have the girls either, if they have to like take a shower, I'll have them take a shower and then I'll have them do their chores, whatever their chores are that day, unload the dishwasher, whatever. And then we'll sit down and we'll do, um, a Bible study together. And, um, what the, the Bible study we've been doing is the Jesus Calling for Kids. Um, we've gone back and forth between a couple Bible studies in the morning, but we've been doing the Jesus Calling because it just, it feels super easy. I just pull it up on my phone and sometimes we have in-depth conversations. Sometimes we talk about it, pray, and then we're done. Um, but that's what we start with. And then I'll read a book, a chapter of a book aloud to them. And at first, the first book we started with was, um, the one and only Ivan, which was so good. And they seem to really like that. And then the one and only Bob is on its way in the mail to us. So that is the sequel to the one and only, uh, Ivan. And, um, so that's not here yet. So we started a book called the war that saved my life. And it's about, um, it is about a little girl who is crippled. They call it, they say that she is crippled and, um, it's about just like, yeah, it's, it's a really good book and my kids aren't that like totally, uh, into it, but, um, I think it's important that we read a bunch of different books and not just the same sort. So we've been reading that and then I've gone back and forth. Sometimes we will, um, get right back right into school and then other times we will do a science lesson from the good and the beautiful mammals or sometimes um I'll have them watch a YouTube video um but I tomorrow we're going to because I just purchased it I believe we're going to start doing the United States government curriculum with gather round um and that's only two pages so I think that'll be a good way to just start off the morning get something done something on paper too just because in Colorado if you have your child evaluated um you have to have stuff on paper to be able to show or at least I think you do to show that your child um is learning and because one of my children is in fifth grade she will have to be evaluated this year you have to get um evaluated every odd year starting at third grade so yep we're going to start doing that um and then I will do a podcast next week on sort of the way our schedule goes. Um, I just sort of wanted to get our curriculum out there, what we're using this year. Um, if you have any suggestions for anything I've talked about, please go to my Instagram, schooling in his name, and drop me a message. I love hearing from you guys. And I'm sorry again that I've been kind of sort of disconnected. I am not ignoring you. I've just been elsewhere. Um so yes, please reach out to me. I'd love to talk to you about any questions you have or any suggestions on what you do. Um, so I will hopefully talk next week and I hope this podcast has blessed you and I hope you guys have a great week.